Welcome to the Cross-Platform Media Podcast. I'm your host, Yoakum, and joined by my lovely and wonderful co-hosts, Courtney. Hello. And Jordan Danger. What's up? We're still in danger. <laughs> We're still. We need to We need to stop doing that before people think I actually non-ironically go by Jordan Danger. Oh, it's it, it's a thing. Like already, yeah, the list the listeners are already going to be tweeting at us for Jordan Danger. So, how was your week, guys? Um, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, not so busy at work, which was so nice after the busy season. Seriously, so now I get to relax. But other than that, pretty good. Cool, cool, Jordan. Uh, my week's been chill so far. Car got stolen at work today. Not mine, but someone else's. Oh wow. Yeah. I, okay. My week has been... Uh... <laughs> it's like, top that. Yeah, right? I feel like I should have gone second at this point. <laughs> My week's been pretty pretty chill as well. Work has not been super crazy, kind of like with you, Courtney. You know, we got through the busy season of the holidays and everything. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, the first, the first like week and a half to two weeks of January are always pretty slow at work which is nice because i get to kind of just breathe for a little bit there because i remember at the end of the year i was exhausted getting through christmas and let me tell you Mm. it was rough (laughs) oh because because dogs dogs rough i know i am so funny and so you said i I could cut anything when i'm when i'm editing right exactly okay just mental note little asterisk right there (laughs) fair Um, and i did start playing this game called observer on the switch Uh, i got it on sale a few months back and like every other gamer i bought a game and didn't play it for a while so far it's pretty it's pretty dope it takes place in like a kind of like a dystopian cyberpunk future and you're a you're a i don't know if investigator a cop uh some type of officer and i don't know exactly what's going on but as of right now i needed to go to my son's apartment to figure out what's going on and i showed up to the apartment it was all in shambles and there was a body there missing its head oh and your uh sanity drops a little bit too and you have to take medication and I took the medication twice, and then my vision got all blurry in the game. So that was fun. Nice, um, nice. It's a, it's a little eerie. It's, uh, it's a little spooky. It keeps me a little bit on my toes. It is. Um, it was interesting that when the game loaded up, it said, you know, change, adjust the brightness so that this logo is gone, and you can barely see this one. I'm like, oh, it's going to be that type of a game. So I like turned off the lights and I was mm-hmm. like, if we're going to do this, like this is going to be the environment that we're going to do this and we're going to do it right. Yo, Sheesh. I'm glad I'm going to stop that. <laughs> um, I am watching a few things, uh, the new uh, season of Demon Slayer and oh, nice. the second half of the final season of Attack on Titan. I still I'm like, have not finished Demon Slayer, nor have I finished the first half of the season four of Attack on Titan. Oh, oh my goodness, you're missing out. You're so missing out, like, each yeah. episode. Oh my god! I'm so hyped, I'm so hyped. I am blissfully missing out on all of it. Are you still watching Malcolm in the Middle? No, I finished Malcolm in the, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on Everybody Hates Chris now. <laughs> And for your, for your <laughs> awesome and wonderful listeners, uh, this is not a bit. This is not ironic. This it's, is this is Jordan. It's true. Yeah, this is actually Jordan. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, let's let's get into some of the notable news of the week and stuff that's coming out and topics that are, that have come up uh, across all platforms of media. So. <laughs> As of right now, the only thing that's really stood out to what's coming out, and this game will be out by the time you're listening to this podcast, so as of the time of recording, um, the game hasn't come out yet, but it is Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, If you are a fan of uh, Tom Clancy, if you're uh, part of the Clancy clan, see that this game's coming out. (laughs) 
It's going to be coming out uh, for the PS4, PS5, and the Xbox. And like I said, it will already be out by the time you're listening to the podcast. Are either of you guys a, a, a Rainbow Six fan? A, a part of the Clancy clan? Actually, no. I've never even touched the game. Same. I have dabbled. Um, oh. Yeah. I played a little bit of Siege. I played some of the older games. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea what Extraction's about. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh I mean those types of games have not really like piqued my interest, but I've ne- I've had so many friends that have really dug it. Mm. Yeah, I so. I had a friend in high school that was like super into it. Like um I'm going to go off on a little tangent here, but basically we were in the same uh a statistics um class. Oh my god, I, I said it. I said it. I can use words. Um, woo! <laughs> um, and one of our projects was to make a like a board game, a math statistics board game. And he was like, "Oh, let's do like a Rainbow Six type situation thing." And it was honestly kind of fun, though. A lot of people didn't enjoy it. Um, kind of sad. Just kidding. Uh, no, they had um, a lot of fun games than us. So ours was more uh, strategic, and theirs was more like. Uh, Candyland or uh, was it Shoots and Ladders or some uh, Shoots and Ladders? Is that a game? Yes, it is. Ah, uh, luck-based games. I see. Yeah, yes. ours is strategic. You gotta be smart for that one. Degenerate but, gamblers. But yeah, going back to <laughs> Yocom. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that was also announced uh, before we started recording was. Microsoft is buying Blizzard for almost seventy billion dollars. I wish I had that money. No, and, <laughs> yeah, that is a a crazy number, seventy billion dollars. Uh, like, take into consideration that Facebook bought Instagram for one billion dollars. Wow. Really? It was yeah. For one billion dollars. It was one billion dollars, and that was that was had that was you know that was new that was record breaking at the time. Right. And now we have a company acquisition running seventy billion in just a few short years. That's insane. Yeah, that's, that's a, absurd. That's crazy. And you know, it really makes me think of you know some of the implications that are coming from. Uh, coming from this deal, you know, a a reporter uh, at over at Bloomberg uh, had tweeted out saying, "While monopolies are undoubtedly bad news for the video game industry, this acquisition could have some positive effects on Blizzard, both culturally and strategically. Under Activision, every game had to be a billion dollar franchise. Under Xbox, that will likely change. And I didn't think about that possibility." You know, when when Blizzard was putting out a game, let's take WoW, for example. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, they there's so much that they had to pour into this game, so much time, energy and resources because they couldn't they couldn't let it go down like in the slightest. Like it had to it had to take off, you Mm -hmm. know, take Overwatch, for example. Same thing, you know, like just pouring so much into these games I wonder if now with a little bit like I wonder if there's going to be less of a a pressure on Blizzard because if they make a game that that does tank uh, they're 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 going to be safe being under Microsoft. And so I wonder if that means that the quality of games are going to drop possibly or they're going to be a little bit more open to taking risks. Hmm. So it, it's going to be really interesting to see, uh, you know, in this year to see like what what becomes of Blizzard being being purchased by Microsoft. And it's insane. Like I was just watching. Uh, it, it's it's crazy to see Microsoft doing this now because I was just watching a video on YouTube the other day and it was talking about the console war race and how. <laughs> uh-huh. 
you know, PlayStation was out, you know, you had like you had Sega and Nintendo. They were going at it. There was there they were at each other's throats. Oh, like, yeah, it got they got dirty for a while. Like Sega's slogan being Sega does what Nintendo doesn't. Nintendo don't. Nintendo don't. Sega does what Nintendo don't. Yes. And or like the the lawsuit or court case over Mortal Kombat, you know, because mm-hmm. that was such a violent game at the time. Because on on Sega, uh, when you played Mortal Kombat, there was blood, and the joke with you know Nintendo's Mortal Kombat, it was just sweaty. And there, there, if I remember correctly, there was a clip that I had watched in uh, like uh, of that case. And the rep, the uh, representative of Nintendo of America just threw Sega under the bus, pretty much <laughs> calling the game like akin to calling it an abomination and how you can guarantee you will never see anything like this on a Nintendo oh home God. console. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like you had that going on and then, you know, uh, PlayStation was doing its own thing. PlayStation 1 came out, huge success. And then when PlayStation 2 came out, then Microsoft is like, hey, we made this thing called an Xbox. And everybody's like, what the heck is an Xbox? We're just going to stick... Like, the the first Xbox tanked in comparison to PlayStation. Absolutely. You know, because everybody knew what PlayStation was and not a lot of people were taking risks for Xbox. And then when the Xbox 360 came out, that's when they were, you know, being taken a lot more seriously. So to to go from like the still voice off in the distance of like, we like video games, too, uh, to now of like, yeah, we just bought a major company. (laughs) Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, and they've they've been doing so for the past few years. I mean, yeah. How much did they shell out for Minecraft? Like, three, uh, like what was it? Like two billion dollars or something? Yeah, a good amount of money. Um, and this is just you know the next step. They're just building and building and building. Um, you know, I I'd be interested to see if they are trying to pull like a Riot Games type situation where mm-hmm. they acquire they have all these IPs and then they just kind of start like letting smaller companies do what they need to with them mm-hmm. that way they can just flood the market with all of microsoft's new ips mm-hmm. and i mean who knows maybe we'll get a new guitar hero maybe we'll oh maybe, that would be so you know, dope if we got a new guitar hero we'll get some new guitar heroes maybe they'll bring back you know i don't know king's quest or whatever you know yeah. i'm looking at a list of these insane ips that they now or will now own they're speaking of tony hawk they're going to own tony hawk pro skater yep when this uh deal is finalized and uh real quickly just to to put out there uh microsoft bought uh mojang um that's for um minecraft 2.5 billion dollars 2.5 billion like yeah it's it's crazy and you know it's it's funny with all these companies buying all these other companies it it feels like we're going to live in a dystopian future at some point where it's disney microsoft and the banks (laughs) i I hate to be bleak my guy but we're we're there (laughs) no no they haven't bought nintendo yet Yeah, N- Nintendo is uh, they're they're another beast entirely. But, oh know. yeah, they're 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 their own beast. We're all, so... we're 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 all gonna seek safe haven in a Universal Studios Mario Land. In yeah, Japan I was gonna when, say. When, when, yeah, yep. I was gonna say Nintendo has a when it hits the fan amusement park things going on. I really oh, want to go to yeah. the one in Japan. I'm so excited. Yes. Like, I really want to, and they're building the one. Out here in California, I when I yep. went there for horror nights, they're building it. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited! This is a thing. This is yes. happening. Yes, absolutely. And the the other notable news that uh, I wanted to bring up to you guys um, were you guys a fan of How I Met Your Mother? There's one right no. answer. I've never. 
I've never seen. Oh, man. So How I Met Your Mother, phenomenal show. Like, it ran for a long time. Such a great show. Uh, Everybody, just super lovable characters, story, just everything about it was fantastic. So, there was rumors years and years ago of a spinoff of How I Met Your Father. And then it just went away. And Mm. here we are. With the official release of How I Met Your Father. Now, when we were wanting How I Met Your Father, we were kind of wanting the the actual wife of, you know, the main character in How I Met Your Mother to tell her side of the story. This is a completely different spinoff. Completely yeah. different. And I thought it was going to be trash. Just total garbage. Um... So I watched it as I was writing out the show notes and finalizing it. It was actually surprisingly charming. Interesting. You know, um, I don't know any of the actors that are in there, except for Hilary Duff is playing the main character. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy, because I haven't seen her in anything since, you know, Disney. Barely even recognize her now. Uh, But anyways... So yeah, it, it, it's, it released, it just released, I think they're doing it episode, like, episode by episode instead of just, like, a full dump of all okay. of it, uh, and it's on Hulu, and <laughs> for for our listeners who were fans of How I Met Your Mother, give this show a chance, uh, I, like I said, for as much as I love How I Met Your Mother, like, that was a comfort show to me, and still is, and... I was expecting this one just to be total trash and garbage. It was surprisingly good and charming, and I did enjoy the characters. Like, they played them well. The pilot was so cheesy, though. Oh, <laughs> The first five minutes, I was like, I mean, oh, is this really how they're going to set up the 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 world? The, this, But it was actually nice. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, it's on Hulu. But enough about that. Let's get into the meat of it and really talk about why we're all here. And as we know, uh, as coming up here is going to be the release of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yay! Or Arceus or Arcus, depending on how you want to pronounce it. There's a YouTuber that pronounced it Arcus, and I don't get it. But anyway, so disgusting. Yeah. Um, so you guys have only watched the first release trailer, correct? Yes, correct. but that was like when it first got released, and I just mm-hmm. kind of forgot about it since. So I partially yeah. remember what was in it, and then I've forgotten mostly everything else. <laughs> totally, totally, and I. I've, like, tried to avoid spoilers. Like, there was a chunk of time where, you know, I forgot about it as well. And I would see... Like, there's some trailers that I saw. There are some that I'm just... I've stopped, like, pressing play on those videos. I've stopped all the speculation videos. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm satisfied with the knowledge that I have now. And I don't want to just completely spoil myself. I, I'm... I'm, I've always kind of been against speculation videos anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah I think it's, it's like, I almost think it's wasted breath. It's, yeah, it's well, like you don't want to get your no. hopes up. And that, that yeah, was like the exactly. one thing too. It's like people are saying all these things. So yeah, speculation. But like there's some people just like they don't understand that. And so it's like they get all their, their hopes up. And like I, w- I would say that I was like one of those people. Like especially when I was like younger. And then yeah. when it come out, I was like kind of like, oh, kind of a little sad. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I get that, but that's also what we're gonna do here. Is as Jordan, as Jordan said, we're gonna waste our breath. We're gonna waste our breath. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's kind of look into like our hopes, dreams, and diarrhea for Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, so we see that the starters that we are given: Cyndaquil, Rowlet, Oshawott. Yeah, that's now, an interesting uh, combination of starters, honestly. When I when I first saw that, I was like, "Oh." So I'm not uh, well versed in the games at all. Those don't those starters don't match up, do they? Like, 
Well, uh, they're they, different generations. Like they're from generations. I mean, that's what yes, I mean. yeah. Yes. Uh, Cinderquill was uh, from Soul Silver, Heart Gold. Uh, or uh, for the older generation, like me, you know, the original Gold, Silver, and Crystal. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right too. Um, <laughs> I'm so old. Um, <laughs> um, Go on. Um, and then uh, Rowlet, obviously, everyone knows this one is Sun and Moon, and then Ashua, um That was from was black it Black and, and white? white? Yeah, Black and White. Yeah, so we've got a Gen two, five, and seven. A lot of people like were really thrown off about this because you know this is not. A remake of Gen Four, but it kind of it's it's the past. It is the it is, you know, I forgot what time frame they actually gave it, but this is like five hundred years ago in the Sinnoh region. You know, that's Diamond and Pearl in Platinum's region. Before when it was called uh, the Hisuin Hisui Hisui region region His Hisui region. There it is. Um. And so, like, there's some throwbacks. There are some characters who are like, oh, that looks like the ancestor to this character. That looks like the ancestor to this character, you know? And so for that, we were, you know, it, it, it really threw us off that we were given these options as as our starters. And uh, with, you know, this game, you know, Pokemon, ever since Sun and Moon, they've been doing the, the regional variants. And so... There are regional variants of some Pokemon. We'll get into, you know, just a couple of them. But one thing, I'm not keeping my hopes up for it, uh, but there is, like, speculation or, like, I guess one of my hopes and dreams. Like, no, I'm not keeping my hopes up. But Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> right? Um, but the possibility of a regional variant for the final evolution of these Pokemon interesting so Cyndaquil won't just be evolving into typhlosion but it'll be hisuian typhlosion um same with you know rowlet uh evolving into decidueye and oshawa evolving into samurai and so it'll be really interesting to see if they do that like that would be really cool because they've never done uh regional variants per se for the starters, they've given starters yeah. like Mega Evolutions or Gigantamax forms, uh, like with the other games, but not like a completely different evolution. So that would be really cool to see. If it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen because, as we know, you cannot like keep your hopes up when it comes to the Pokemon Company. Like there are some things you can hope for, but when it comes down to it, like. These games are made for children. We are not children. And secretly inside we are. Children. Oh, oh yeah, we're, to- we're totally Toys R Us kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that would be uh, we're a so- big kid now. <laughs> I'm a big kid now. Yes, um, <laughs> that's what I went through my head. <laughs> uh, so, as you guys, even Jordan, you do know this. In Pokemon games, you just go around with your team and battle with your team of Pokemon. Wait, what? <sighs> we did a project together. You know this. You were in a tournament. I was going to say, I was like, I don't know about um, but the project with um, the Pokemon that he used. I don't think he really knows the word team. Uh, true. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. Foreshadow, dig dog, dig for the win. <laughs> <laughs> That's my so, boy. <laughs> anyways, so what's different about this that was released in one of the trailers is your player character has a health bar. You can get attacked by Pokemon. They have not been domesticated. Yes, yes, I've seen, uh, like, a few Pokemon are dangerous. Yes, I'm so I'm so into the, that prospect. Yeah, honestly, like I'm very excited because like um the closest that um we've gotten to that in like the newer games or just like not even the newer games, just like some of the Pokemon games in general is the in the Safari Zone when mm-hmm. you're either throwing mud or the bread to catch the Pokemon. You're not using your team of Pokemon, right? To like, y- you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, and then going back to um Arceus I was like huh well so in 
I mean, in the current games, like, don't they generally give you a starter and be like, yeah, you shouldn't go out without a starter. You shouldn't go into the tall grass without a starter. Yeah. That's yeah. dangerous. So isn't that kind of like, doesn't that just lead us to believe that if you didn't have your Pokemon on you, these Pokemon would kind of go after you? So the battles, to my understanding so far, the battles happen in real time. They're not turn-based like they used to be. Interesting. And so, like, you could be running through and a Pokemon's coming after you and it'll attack you. And you may not have, like, you may not have your Pokemon out with you. There's also different, uh, there's also, like, different phases to the battles now, too um depending on or the like the style or tactic that you want to use that will either uh increase your attack but lower your defense increase your defense but lower your speed and up your speed huh. but lower your attack like it's it is this is totally and completely different than what we're used to in a pokemon game but i'm very excited about it like i'm you, so excited yeah. like it it's like as much as i love the the usual pokemon like fighting like battles and it's all that stuff this old is... and boring are the words you're trying to use no never um, no i always have fun with it jordan you know me as soon as a pokemon game comes out you, you don't see me i'm always playing that pokemon game i'm, I'm just saying bring... you just don't understand because i'm just saying you just you just i'm just saying you've been playing the same game for 20 years i'm gonna be divisive okay so a little bit of foreshadowing to I'll, this I'll be as the, well. I'll be the magnet for all the hate. You're all you're already a hate magnet, Jordan. Yeah. You mm -hmm. suck. I'm a lightning rod for uh, insults. You're a hate. <laughs> you're 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 you suck. So, anyways, um, uh, uh, yeah. So, with that being said, with like you know what happens when a new game comes out. Uh, wonderful and awesome listeners there uh, may be a video up on the youtube channel of uh first impressions of us playing the game um <laughs> when it comes out may happen may not the only way to find out is to go to the youtube channel subscribe ring the bell so you keep up on the notifications so that way you will know if that video comes out yes yes so one of the factors of the game as well is it is open world, or at least so far seems to be open world. Kind of uh, like, like I said, I, I stopped with uh, speculation videos. I stopped with trailers after I think, I think I watched the first like four trailers, um, maybe the first three. And then, yeah, I think I watched the first like three trailers. And then I found some information just through a video uh, later on. So I don't know if it's been confirmed or denied how open world it's going to be. A lot of people were hoping for like uh, Pokemon meets Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What do you, what are your thoughts or desires um, for like the open worldness of the game? Ooh, I I'll let Jordan. No 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 no. I want I want to hear what Jordan says. Yeah, I want to start with Jordan and then yeah. finish off <laughs> on a good then, note. Then we'll get we'll get to the real answer after. But uh, <laughs> no, um, um, I would I would obviously love for it to be as open as Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah, that I mean, that would just be amazing. Like I I don't even I I don't even need to go into it. You know, mm -hmm. everyone would love that. Uh, that being said, I'm keeping my expectations low. Yep. I am. I am expecting it to be, uh, you know, area by area. Yep. Um, almost, almost Monster Hunter ish, where there's like small maps that you can explore, but there's pretty heavy limitations on them. Invisible walls and such. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every map is gonna. I'm expecting like every map to be like, oh, you're in the valley, so you can't get over the mountains or so you're talking caves, about like how so there's walls so kind of, kind of how like sword and shield was with like the yeah. Open area yeah the wild areas yeah yeah the wild areas where they trick you and same with isle of armor and crown tundra yes see but though like isle of armor and crown tundra they like yes the different areas had distinctions but there were no um 
invisible walls in like the entire world didn't wrap around i think like breath of the wild well even breath of the wild technically it doesn't wrap around like some open world games do Mm -hmm. because it does eventually have a a wall but that's really far out in the distance and oh yeah i'm okay with that some people were saying that the uh isle of armor the crown tundra was uh the pokemon company experimenting with open world mechanics in order to like kind of test it out and see can we do this with a pokemon game in preparations for legends arceus because i think they've been i think they've been developing this game since uh sword and shield i you know i can yeah i can see that for sure yep absolutely um courtney what are your what are your thoughts on the open worldness Oh, my thoughts, um, you know, not, like, how we're all saying, not having our hopes up, but, like, um, I would, honestly, I would love to see, like, an open world, like, uh, um, like Breath of the Wild, because I put so many hours into Breath of the Wild. I remember when they first <laughs> announced it, they delayed it so much, but, oh my gosh, it was, it was worth the wait. It's uh, <laughs> worth the wait. But, yeah, like, I, I would just be so interested of, uh, how would, how they would do that, and, um obviously you know like if you're trying to complete the pokedex like you're gonna have to really like maybe like get go all over the map like climb mountains or something like that i don't Uh know how they'll do it that probably won't make it that complicated because pokemon game Um, yeah but yeah no that's like my like what like i would like to see but from what i've seen in the trailer and all that stuff it's probably not going to be like that i'm expecting more like what you were saying like uh wild area the and all the dlc mm-hmm. for like the sword and shield type thing. yeah but yeah, yeah. That, that's what i'm mostly expecting basically just like wild area type thing but like yeah. more diverse and like um a little bit maybe a little bit more open if that makes sense i don't know yeah, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how that goes and how that really pans out. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys in like where our expectations kind of lay uh, for how open world this this game really is going to be. You know, my I guess I would say my expectation in a sense would be if it is if it is less than what the crown tundra and isle of armor offered in their like open worldness i i will be i will be disappointed because they've already done it with a previous game why don't they implement that in this one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know for the yeah. way that they're yeah for the way that they're you know presenting it and such and real quickly fun fact about breath of the wild since we're you know playing the comparison game with that uh, Breath of the Wild was actually my first Zelda game. Oh, really? What? I never played Legend of Zelda until Breath of the Wild on release day on the Switch. Interesting. Yep. I would. I want to play some of the other Zelda games. I just haven't. And I'll happily loan you the all so my I, Zelda games that I have. <laughs> I have uh, one game that I am interested in playing when it comes to Zelda. Real quickly before we go back to Pokemon is uh, back on the Game Boy Color, they released two versions of the same game to kind of see, like, you know, what Pokemon was doing. That was Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. And I have both of them. Hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, so I do I do want to play that. Um, but anywho, so... Other thing I wanted to touch on was some of the regional variants that... Um, that they did show i won't go into all of them for you guys like i know a few more than what you guys do and i won't you know spoil that for you guys so uh the two that we did pull up to look at was cleavor i was <laughs> so i was disgusted by it i, I don't know what your guys' issue is with this guy i love him uh, i don't he just i don't know it's the axes it's the axes it's i think it's like yeah, I, I think it's the axes and the, the color palette that they used for him. He's for sure out of place in that evolution line, but if if they had just made him a standalone Pokemon, that would have been... I would I still would be disappointed. I would still be disgusted. Why? He's, he's so cool, dude. It's I the like axes. <laughs> yeah, they're gross, it's, but... It's just the proportions we of, have an, of it. We have a sandcastle 
Pokemon. I think we can afford one with some axe hands. We have some very questionable Pokemon, though. We have very hey, questionable. Hey, hey, hey! Don't you, don't you dare start doo-dooing on the Sandcastle. Chandelure. I'm not doo-dooing <laughs> on them. No, 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 no Jordan. Like, I'm not doo-dooing on them. I love them. I think there's so much room for disgusting character design. Yeah. I, I'm gonna pause. We, we're right too there. cutesy. We're... <laughs> we need to get gross. No, the cutesy is where it's at. Uh you know, um, no, not really like cutesy, but like, um, like kind of like the like interesting, like funny looking ones. I love those ones. I mean, speaking speaking of gross, I hate to I hate to uh, bring us on another tangent, but I am hoping for more of this. Uh, uh, tone wise in in the new game. Um, looking we, at... we are going to see a different tone with some of the other regional variants that I have seen we are going to see a different tone to this game um, some of the other Pokemon do look a little bit more uh, I guess like fierce and menacing yeah. menacing, or even like mystic as that's well what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for I, I keep I, I, I hate to speculate but I, I keep like anytime I think about this game, I keep closing my eyes and being like, "Yeah, I am going to walk into a village, and there's going to be like a bunch of people who like don't come out at night because something terrorizes their village at night." And then your job is to—I mean, obviously, you find out it's a Pokemon of some kind. Yep. Um, that—that's just what I like. There, there is something to that, that my, speculation. The biggest pipe dream in the world, and I'm hoping to God that it, that's the case. But obviously, that's just me. I mean, there is there is some type of energy slash aura that does infect various wild Pokemon and makes them rampage on you. That's amazing. It's it it like for as much as Pokemon is a kids game, I I can't help but but kind of get the feeling that this game was made with the original audience in mind and how mm-hmm. old we are now. Yeah. So I don't want to hold on to that too much because I don't want to be disappointed. But so Cleavor, we're we're definitely uh we've got some differing views on on him. Strongly in favor. Okay. Um the other one that I wanted to talk about was Hisuian Voltorb. Yeah, I like when you first pulled up the picture. I was like, "Oh, he's different, but not that different." But I was like, "You can tell." I was like, "But I'm not like." It's just like yeah. it, it is interesting because you know we all know Voltorb for like just being literally just a Pokeball, basically. But with this one, he's just more. He's just like has more facial structure, which is interesting to me. He has eye- he's, he's got, got eyebrows. <laughs> I'm looking at this image. Is he supposed to be made of the marble? Like, so the Pokeballs are different now. Uh huh. Because this is before modern Pokeballs were made. They're just rocks that you yeah. chuck in. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're like they're like uh they're like made of like wood and some type of made like cast metal. Uh, but they have like a, a little like screw cap that you have to like unscrew before you throw it. Um, Interesting. So. The the interesting thing about, and also uh, actually like depressing thing about Voltorb. So keep in mind, this takes place in the past. So these mm-hmm. are Pokemon that are ancestors of Pokemon. Yeah, they're not just regional variants. Like no, these are ancestors. Evolution. So these these Pokemon. So as we know, Voltorb, he's an angry sucker. Yeah, like yeah. he's known for exploding. Mm-hmm. out of anger like like yokum so i've seen it i've seen that look in your yeah. eye well uh it's nice to see it's nice to see that jordan has made it to uh one and a half episodes of the podcast <laughs> you will no longer be i, I will be officially po- <laughs> re- retiring from cross-platform meeting <laughs> uh, so let me read to you guys the um the description for hisuian voltorb this Pokemon is always in high spirits and has a friendly personality. 
However, it discharges its stored electricity all at once from the hole on its head when it gets excited. So oh, it, no. So it frequently shocks humans and Pokemon in its vicinity. Even the slightest provocation can set off such a discharge. So in human settlements, Hisuian Voltorb is considered a nuisance. Tales of oh. people... Tales of people temporarily plugging the hole on Hisuian <gasps> oh, Voltorb's no. head and kicking it out of settlements are not entirely uncommon. Oh, that's so sad. I'm so happy that they're taking it in this so, terrible like, I know who I'm having on my used... now. <laughs> right, So it used to be a high-spirited Pokemon that was, like, he would discharge off of, like, because of friendship. He would get excited, and that's what would happen with his electricity. And I feel like there was a Pokemon in the show that did that, but... Through like through, through societal abuse of this Pokemon, he evolved to be bitter and angry, and is now in his genetic code to just hate everything. I like this a lot. Like, this is a different side of Pokemon that we're not yeah. used to seeing. This is crazy. So, like, yeah. Um. So so far, like. Uh, is there anything else that you guys wanted to, to bring up that we didn't touch on? Um, honestly, no. I'm still kind of like very sad about Voltorb. I was like, <gasps> right? Like, I wonder if it would just explode if the hole was plugged. And because like modern Voltorb and Electro, they don't have a hole. They're mm-hmm. just an entire casing and what are they used to? They don't just discharge. Like, they explode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, wow. yeah. We'll, we'll see We'll see how that goes. And I agree. Like, he's definitely, like, going to be on my yeah. team as well. And all of its wonderful implications. So, I think, I think that's enough speculating for now. Unless you wanted to say something. Um, no, I think I'm good. Like, if anything, I would have to go back to the starters... Um, this is like not like speculating. This is like my own personal thing. I was like, since it's like such a variety from like the gens of like the starters, um, I will. I always choose the water type starter. But yes, I have a special spot for Cyndaquil, so I think I will have to go with Cyndaquil for my starter this nice. time. That's funny. I think I I. I typically go with the water type as well but i think i'm gonna have to go with my boy rowlet interesting so i I I dislike the other one that much i also have always go with the water starter and in this version i'm gonna stick with my boy oshawa (laughs) interesting so on on my youtube channel i have a video where i talk about my memorable moments playing pokemon gen 5 and how disappointed and angry I was when Oshawott turned into Samurott. For as much as I don't like Samurott, like, Oshawott's my boy. Like, mm. oh, he's just so stinking cute. He is so cyndaquil. He just looks so happy. He has a little flame on his back, and he's just, like, always so happy. Bro, Rowlet is a ball. I love him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's amazing. And I hope for Cyndaquil they actually keep his flame when he's in battle. Because they they ruined him in Gen 6. What happened in Gen 6? I don't remember what happened in Gen 6. His, uh, for his evolutionary line, the flame is not constantly going like it used <gasps> to be. Are you serious? How did I miss this? It only, it only ignites in combat. So like... Even during the battle, his flame only ignites when he's using a move. But other than that, he's just plain basic. And frankly, he looks naked without the flames constantly mm. discharging. And so they did that from Gen 6 onward. So I really hope that they keep his flames because that's like a part of him. Yeah, it really is. That's like the, it's like the one thing that like drew me towards him, like alive since like he was a little happy he has a little flame on his back i was like i love him absolutely absolutely so i think that's enough speculating for now um and i don't want us to get our hopes up 
um, before the game comes out because we need to be either impressed or disappointed uh, when the game comes out. And so let's go ahead and move on to our recommendations of the week. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick us off here. Uh, so I recently watched an anime, uh, which I later discovered is an anime that's based off of a game from, it was either Nintendo or Super Nintendo. Um, it's called Record of Ragnarok. And so the, the story of, uh, of the series is the the various gods are at their council meeting and one of them they're pretty much discussing to wipe out humanity they're like we're done like this is this is it they're done they've they've run their time and a demigod speaks up and says hey within our you know constitution pretty much under you know this ruling uh we can give the humans a fighting chance by enacting Ragnarok, which is a one-on-one uh, tournament ba- or tournament style or bracket style tournament, uh, and it's the humans versus the gods in a one-on-one battle. And at first, I was like, "Okay, uh, I mean, they're gods versus humans. Like, it's going to be an easy win for the gods." Um, and the people that they choose, I don't know if these are actual figures in history and they just, you know, anima, anime, fuss, an, anime, fuss, animatized, animatized. Yeah. Animatize me, Captain. Um, they, yeah, pretty much make them more anime to make them stronger and such. Scotty, weeb me up. Ooh. Weave me up, Scotty. I like it. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, yeah, so it's super interesting. There's only one season, and it reminded me a little bit of Dragon Ball Z, because some of these battles go on for, like, oh three episodes. Dragon Ball Z was, like, mm-hmm. ten episodes. Maybe even longer, honestly. Right. It took Goku six episodes to charge up that uh, oh spirit gosh. ball. Don't remind me. <laughs> Don't remind me. I... <sighs> But yeah, so that's what I recommend. You can find it on Netflix. Uh, like I said, there's only one season right now. And when I looked it up, it they're unsure if it's going to get a second season. But I really hope it does because it they only get through a certain number of battles, you know, within the first season. So I'm like, okay, there's a whole laundry list of other battles to go on. So I want to see that take place. Um yeah, so yeah, you can find it on Netflix, Record of Ragnarok. Jordan? Um. Alright, so Yoakum and Courtney both know I don't shut up about this game. So I'm going to get it out of the way now and recommend that you play Disco Elysium. Ooh. Um, it's this beautiful game to play alone. Uh, basically, you are a cop, or what used to be a cop, um you start the game having all of your memories wiped uh Mm -hmm. literally basic uh levels of function are are gone from your brain you don't you have to basically retrain yourself to walk you don't know your name you don't even know you're a cop uh (laughs) you you wake up and you're piecing together through these people who have only known you for three days because you're in a new town you're piecing together your identity based on what these people are picking up from you but you're also in town to solve a murder as well so you have to play the cop while you play the detective for yourself interesting Um, yeah so you're you're literally piecing together a murder while you're piecing together the mystery of yourself um it's it's a great game and um it was written by communists and even they acknowledge <laughs> that, uh, yeah, even even they, no, non-ironically, it was written by communists, and they 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 even acknowledge, like, yeah, it doesn't work that well. <laughs> it's a great game. Oh, um, man. What platforms yeah. is it on? 
It's on, I believe, every platform. It's on PC. I think Switch just got a release, and it's been on PS4, PS5, and the Xbox for a while. Nice. Awesome. And Courtney? Um, I haven't really been playing anything recently, but I have been reading this one manga. It's not, um, it's called a uh, Comey Can't Communicate. Um, basically, didn't they? Didn't they? Sorry to interrupt you, but didn't they just release an anime on that? Yes, on Netflix. Um, I haven't watched it yet because yeah. I'm still trying to finish the the manga. I'm almost done with it. Um, but basically, it's this one the main one of the two main characters uh she has a communication disorder and so she doesn't talk um but she's like she's the popular girl but she doesn't know that she's the popular girl like everyone worships her and all that stuff but she doesn't know that she like yeah it's like everyone's like oh my gosh she's so pretty they they, like watch her stare at her and she's like oh my gosh they're judging me like this that and other and like she like freaks out and well there's this the second main character um he kind of realizes uh what's going on and tries talking to her and they become friends and trying to get her out of the shell she's like oh i want to make um all these friends and but i can't do that because i have this problem like like communicating and stuff so it's just like throughout Uh this like throughout from what i read so far is like she's making friends slowly and she wants to hit that goal before graduation and all that stuff and that sounds yeah really it's wholesome. Uh, like from what i read i love it so much and i can't wait to finish it and then i want to watch uh um the show on netflix um i don't know if they already put up all the episodes or if it's a uh, um if they're still putting up um like yeah, if they're doing like week by week and stuff. They were putting it up uh bi weekly. Um but I'm not too sure if okay. they finished it yet or if they're still putting some up or not. Got it, got it. That sounds really cool and like super wholesome. Um are you are you reading the manga like in a physical form uh, or physical. digitally? I, I I like having nice. physical copies. Um I just like mm-hmm. displaying things and just like having it. Like um, I feel like I'm just, like, not getting, like, the same kind of, like, um, not emotion, just, like, I don't know, attachment or something like that. I don't know, if I'm, like, reading off yeah. the phone and stuff. Like, I feel like if I was, like, reading off, like, right. visually or something, I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. And it'd be easy for me just to mm-hmm. kind of, like, drop in, like, do something else. But, like, when I'm actually, like, holding the book and, like, and just reading it like that, I'm just like, ooh, this is, like, I like, I really like this type situation. Oh, to- totally. I get that. Like, I, you know, I read, oh, when I read, um, you know, I've got books and everything, but I also use my Kindle for a lot of stuff. And when I read a book physically, like, there's a little bit more of that investment in it because you're you're holding it, you're turning the pages, you're feeling it, you're, you know, like, it's it's definitely a different vibe. And so I can imagine how that works out for manga as well. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really, that's really cool. And I, I, I like that we had, um, various, for our various recommendations, it's almost as if we went across different media platforms. (laughs) 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 Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of the Cross Platform Media Podcast. Reach out to us. Uh, let us know your recommendations. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter or on Instagram and let us know your thoughts if you are familiar with our recommendations and, and your takeaways from them as well. So guys, thank you so much again for listening and we will uh, see you guys again very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.